This is Ready to Rage. Are you ready? Culture, cultural, style, trends, design. And anything we feel like we want to rage about. Anything that we want to fucking rage about. Mm -hmm. And we might be angry raging. We might be partying. You don't know. So here we go. And we also, <laughs> you guys, please bear with us because we honestly, we think we're really funny. We do. That's why we started this. We met at our job that will not be named. Um, we're it's like Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> we're design assistants at our mysterious job. All we do while we're working because we're very productive. Don't get us wrong. Um, mm-hmm. All we do is <laughs> talk to each other about fashion style spirituality all that kind of stuff together and we think we're funny and we now I, think- you know what i know we are <laughs> <laughs> yes so now you all have to listen to us yeah you don't have to but please do i'm saying you have to okay ashley <laughs> says you have to and i want to apologize if you hear any noise this is literally our I'm first day first. Uh, my boyfriend is in the room next door working from home. You might hear little rumbles of him on the phone. Like, we're trying our best. We're going to get some sound foam. Bear with us, guys. We'll improve. Promise. As long as uh, we get paid. What? Okay. <laughs> Someone throw us coins. Doesn't matter how much. Thank you. Ashley, what are we raging about today? Influencers. Ooh. We know that word. Feels a little icky, don't it? It feels icky, and we're going to dive into why it feels icky, and when it started feeling icky, and I'm going to take Instagram, and then Ashley's going to dive into TikTok, TikTok. because TikTok is obviously where Where it's it's at right now. Yeah, for sure. So we're just going to dive right in, and we're going to focus on fashion influencers, but it kind of relates to all influencers. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I feel like uh, we just, like I said, we just recorded... We thought we were recording. And it stopped after five minutes. It stopped. So I kind of just went through this. So I'm like doing, I'm going to shorten it for you, Ashley. (laughs) Okay. So a fashion influencer is a personality that has a large number of followers on social media. They create mainly fashion content and they have the power to influence the opinion or purchase behavior of others with recommendations. And let's be real. It's really only purchase behavior. Yeah. Because when would anybody care about um, opinions? I'll get into mine. I think they care oh, more about oh, mine. Okay. So tech, do you think TikTok is more about opinions? I do. I'll dive into it more, but I think that's why there are so many- Why it's changing. Yeah, yeah. so many good like fashion influencers on TikTok. There's more critique. I think Instagram is just being overrun by capitalism. Maybe that's why it's dying because we're all over it. So influencer marketing as a whole, and I think this includes all platforms- it's on track to become a $15 billion industry by 2022. Wow. So, yeah, not dying, but changing, right? We love change. Yeah. It kind of feels sad sometimes, though. Like, I feel like I miss the cusp of Instagram's heyday. Yes. And I wish I could go back and slap myself across the face and be like, get on Instagram. Like, Yeah. But I was too worried about what people in my high school thought if I posted, like, something, some crazy outfit. You know what I mean? I understand that entirely and like just gonna say I came to the conclusion um, a couple days ago that like middle and high school are just energy vortexes. Oh my god. Bad vibes all around. You know you all have 
Don't lie now. Think about it. You all have those friends who you're only friends with because you went to high school together. Of course, and like, everybody they're does. negative. You don't even like to hang out with them. Like you call them once or twice a month, maybe. No, you go home and cry to your mom about how horrible they are to you, but then you go hang out with them because you have nobody else to hang out with. Like that's what it is. Yeah. And you just feel like you have to keep them in your life because you are in this horrible vortex together. Trauma bonding, honestly. Yeah. So Instagram technically started in 2010, but I remember, as I remember it, because I was graduating high school in 2012, and I remember just getting an Instagram as I was graduating, and everybody had, like, the grainy Oh, and the oversaturated, oh, God, and they all had the mirror filter on. I remember Austin, my boyfriend's mom, got me this, like, huge life-size Hello Kitty balloon, and that was my first post. I had, like, a black and white Hello Kitty balloon, and I thought it was so cool. (laughs) Hashtag influencer. (laughs) So we're just going to do a super, super quick history about Instagram. So yeah, it started around 2010. I don't think people really started using it to like 2013. When you say? Yeah, I feel like it wasn't widespread. I feel like people did have them. Like that's where you get like your Alexis Renz and the people who just like are famous for the sake of being famous because they had an Instagram first. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. It was like a ra- it's like a race, like who did it first? Yeah, gets the most followers. Okay, a pyramid so, scheme. Oh my God, it is. <laughs> I I have that in my notes. We're gonna get to it, but I want to talk about how it's a pyramid scheme now. Okay, so between twenty and fourteen and twenty sixteen was when people really started being quote unquote influenced. Like statistics say that people were considering influencers when they buy products, bought products. I'm not drunk. It's fine. <laughs> um, in 2016 and 2017, we saw a really big surge of larger scale campaigns. And then in 2017 was when the FTC cracked down on people not saying hashtag ad or hashtag sponsor. Like there was a really big thing with their Kardashians because I think Kim didn't post hashtag ad on like a hundred something posts. I thought it was just one post. That's actually insane. But like when you do think about it, all their their Instagram is is just advertising for their own products, yeah. other people's products. Like they're never not advertising something. I know it's almost like you should just say like hashtag not <laughs> not an <laughs> yeah. This is not an ad. But I kind of don't blame her at the time because it was a new. There were no rules. It was new, and how would you know? You know, it's like Instagram was a new thing, and she was really one of the first influencers, which is something I want to say too. Like it started with celebrities. Your average Joe wasn't an influencer. Yeah. But like around, I want to say 2016 to 2018 was the heyday where people were really climbing. And then around 2018 to 2019, we started seeing the evolution of micro-influencers, which is technically someone with 1,000 to 10,000 followers. So they're rising because they're seen as more genuine and trustworthy and they can make more money with lower followers and higher engagement. So technically, I'm a micro-influencer, but I don't want to call myself that. Like, I'm never going to say it again. I just said it so <laughs> people know. I have, like, 2,000-something followers. I During the pandemic, I started posting fashion pictures um, just for fun. And I always knew in my heart I wanted to be in fashion. So I thought that would be it. But then I met you, and then I was like, I'm just kidding. I want to do design. <laughs> So I'm the real influencer here. You are. You're, my, you're an IRL influencer. Oh my goodness. Me with my 300 followers on Instagram. Follow me at Ashley D. McCoy. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. If there's one thing I've learned through this whole thing, 
because you can just buy followers, right? It doesn't, oh, it's yeah. all fake. It's your engagement. Though. So you're better off having 300 followers who genuinely love you and, and they're your actual friends than having like thousands of people who don't really give a shit what you're doing. And I'm not even saying that personally, like you're mm-hmm. better off get even getting a brand deal. Like you will get a better brand deal if you have a thousand followers and really high engagement than if you have 10,000 followers, but you know, they're just like random people and no one really gives a shit. So That's really cool to know. It makes you feel better about having zero people who basically follow me. <laughs> um, but that that is interesting because you know that like forever everyone knows that you can buy followers and it's just vanity numbers, it doesn't really do anything. And it's very I, transparent to see when it's fake though. Yeah. So it's like, why are you even bothering? It's it's weird to me because like everyone I think, don't lie, everyone has thought if you have an Instagram. I could just buy myself a couple oh my thousand. God. No one would know. Nobody's Who's gonna, gonna know? know? <laughs> no one. I know. would know. <laughs> she would know. I would know. Um, Don't do it. Uh, but like, yeah, it just it makes sense. That makes yeah. Sense. No, on one hand, I'm really excited that there are more micro influencers out there because it seems like it's more attainable and you can work mm-hmm. with brands and it's more in your reach and it's like not so overwhelming. But at the same time. I, my personal concern, and I don't know how far I'm going to go with my Instagram. It's like kind of just for fun. Maybe I'll put more time into it. Maybe I won't. I'm at a crossroads. But the thing is, it's a lot of money unless, or it's very, very high creativity. Like a lot of people just constantly buy new clothes to put them on Instagram and come up with new pictures. I'm trying not to do that. I've definitely caught myself buying stuff for like oh this looks so cute on instagram if i if i took it in front of this background and blah 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 but you really have to think about okay if your long-term goal is to make money like people with 10 to fifty thousand followers might make like a few thousand per post but someone like me on the high end maybe i can make like 100 to 200 per post so but still it's still good, good. that's no, like still- a normal job no, it, that's like a day's work at our yeah. job, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> we're hashtag poor. <laughs> we're poor. We're not going to be for long. It's fine. Yeah, we're doing a lot of manifesting. Take off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I did. I mean, you know this, but I'll just mm-hmm. say it so everybody knows. I recently, um, Empress Gin reached out to me, and it's a really cool brand. It's like Purple Gin. It's amazing. You should try it. Um, but they reached out to a ton of micro-influencers. So I knew who they were because I'd seen them on all so many girls that I follow. So I got two free bottles of gin and $50, and it was really easy. I just got paid through PayPal. So that was really cool. But at the same time, if that if I really was putting all my energy into this and I didn't want to be a designer as well, and I was depending on my full income, that would be really stressful. I'd have to do a lot of outreach. I'd have to do a lot of negotiation, a lot of sales. And that's what even people who have 10, 20,000 followers, they're constantly doing sales basically. So that makes a lot of sense. Like that you have to be your own salesperson and just, do you want me to advertise your gin, your clothes, your treadmill? Okay. What I want to ask you is where do you draw the line? Because I see girls being like, oh my God, like poopery, my bathroom smells. (laughs) And I'm like, not that I, no offense, poopery. Like, you do you, but I just, where is the line? Like, if you're a fashion influencer, do you say no to toothpaste? Like, that's where it starts to feel fake. I personally think. And this is coming from. She just did a really dramatic hair flip. I did. 
<laughs> I personally think coming from a designer, you want to stick really true to your brand. If you're going to make you yeah. yourself a brand, you don't branch out and do every single little thing. In my opinion, also being a designer who has a little little business going, <laughs> if you advertise to everyone, you're advertising to no one. It doesn't build like a solid character and like idea of who you are if you just say yes to any bag, any coin. Like it's right. it you will make money. You like, will. Um, but like how much does it matter? Does your authenticity matter to you? I always remember Lisa Rinna, who I love on Beverly Hills, Real Housewives. <laughs> she did a Depends ad and she's she she but she's like, I got paid in the seven figures. And I'm like, wow, you go. But at the same time, she's not technically an influencer. She's actually an actress, so it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, do you even use them? I feel like if you yeah. did. And then like it doesn't um it doesn't make the um oh I did that out. It doesn't feel good as a consumer to see that and know that because it's 2021. We're not going to lie. Like, we all can just easily Google. You just said it. Like, you watched it. You know that she yeah. doesn't actually really use those. Well, I didn't. I wasn't like, hey, does Lisa rent a pure pants? Like, I was <laughs> like, uh, I just assumed that she'd be a little bit more embarrassed. Yeah. Because she was really flaunting it. Like, I got paid a million dollars, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, okay, well, do you do you shit your pants? Like, I need to know. <laughs> but the core of it is the inauthenticity. Yes. Like, yes. it's just, we all can tell now because information is just so readily available. We can tell when you don't use the freaking product. We know. Like, the teeth whitening is a really common. Oh, my God. Every Instagram. <laughs> Those ones that glow. It's they all have a picture of them laying, like, in the, the dentist chair with, oh like, Oh, my a- God. This kid from my high school who has, like, hundreds of thousands of followers which honestly good for him, but I remember seeing one of those. Not the, the um <laughs> The retainer that like glows. I'm like, I'm whitening on my teeth. And I'm like, you do not use that. Stop it right now. But you're probably getting paid 10 grand because you have 500,000 followers. Yeah. So I, I can't say that I wouldn't do that too. I just think as a consumer, it feels very fake. Yes. And that segues perfectly into the tea portion of Instagram. I want to talk about how fake it is and when you see so many ads at once and like I follow I followed a girl who I actually went to college with and I really liked her page I loved her fashion but she started posting like only ads and I just and it was supposed to be a fashion page but it was like deodorant alcohol uh whatever hair products which is beauty and fashion related right yeah but it just felt like and then she would post on her stories like oh my god like please like my recent post like i work with a brand i want them to work with me again and on one hand i appreciate your transparency but on the other hand i'm thinking what well yeah because like it doesn't make me as a consumer I know that you only did it because you got the money which so i just want to support you i don't want to support the product yeah which, I mean, I feel like that can be your brand. Like, ah, ha, ha, I just got sponsored by Dove. Please, like, like the post oh, so Dove I would can be a good make one. my rent. Um, Dove, please sponsor us. Thank you very much. We are very hot and sweaty in our studio <laughs> right really, now. We're really sweaty, and we like to smell good. And I've told Ashley from day one my worst phobia is smelling. <laughs> We have to close the window. I like sit next to her at work. We have to like cram really close to each other sometimes. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I sorry hope I, if I smell. I hope I don't smell. I wear my deodorant <laughs> at Dove. Um, we love you, Dove. Mwah. 
but yeah, like we can tell that it's just to pay your bills, which like I'm all for supporting women, supporting women. Um, I'm going to help pay your rent. Sure. But it doesn't make me as a consumer want to buy Dove or whatever more. It feels like it defeats the purpose of the whole post. Yes. Like the whole post, like right in a perfect world, you use your organic influence because people know you. And that, again, why micro-influencers are becoming popular because you feel like you can trust them because they're not doing quite as many ads. But this one girl I loved and I unfollowed her because not only was every single post an ad, then, and this is like another trend where i want to get into the pyramid scheme thing not literal pyramid schemes but how instagram feels like a pyramid scheme so she turned around and i saw a lot of other influencers with like about fifty thousand followers doing this where they now coach the micro influencers and all their content is geared towards how to grow on instagram particularly reels so it's just like, how are you going to, how to grow on Instagram, how to be better on Instagram, how to create Instagram content. And then all the micro influencers are those 50,000 people like engaging. And to me, that feels very pyramid schemey. Mm-hmm. It's like they realize, oh shit, Instagram's dying. I better appeal to this demographic that I have built in that I can just tell them what to do. And I know it's not going to work because this platform is losing steam, but in the meantime, they're going to cash in on it. And it's just so depressing to think about because I feel like anyone who not even just like has wants to be an influencer, but has any kind of thing they want to push. Like I went to a math college of art ooh, um, and, you know, they always tell you you want to have an Instagram, you want to have ways of pushing your work. It becomes like this is your life and this is how you have to brand yourself as an artist. You want to watch those, but in the back of your mind, you know that once everyone knows all the tips and tricks and whatever it's over you're not you're never gonna be like uh i don't know someone who actually like grew organically except for, like alexis ryan comes to mind and like jay alvarez like the two who just uh, don't do anything you always know all the people i'm like who <laughs> it's and because I, Gen Z. you know what i do i nod and smile i'm like <laughs> yeah i know them because so i'm 27 and ashley just turned 23 so i'm like the on the more millennial side and she's more on the gen z side and she knows everything and i i smile and nod i'm I like yeah that's so chewy oh my god i literally turned 23 yesterday so what okay i want to ask pause for a moment because i really want to know this <laughs> what was your birthday wish Oh, but can, can I say it out loud? Is it not going to come true? Oh, that's up to you. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, I think it would be okay if your intentions are pure. Okay. You know, like if you put it out into the universe, like a manifestation right now. My wish was, honestly, I'm not even going to lie, that this podcast takes off Stop. and that my personal I'm gonna design cry. business takes off. So we never have to work a nine to five job ever again. Oh my God. I'm teary eyed guys. (laughs) I I genuinely, I got this really cute um, cake and it's not my like real cake because we're actually having some kind of real party um, on Sunday because remember that was on a Wednesday. So, you know, bummer. Um, But we got a mini cake with a two sided candle that said happy birthday on it. So I like thought for each candle, I was like, okay, I have my wish. I want my podcast to take off and I want my website and my designs to take off. And that's all I want. And I put my nails out. Would you like to plug your um, Instagram really quick so people know where to get your designs? You don't have to. No pressure. Sure. (laughs) Um, I'm at Ashley McCoy Designs. Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H 
I know, ridiculous. Right. And then underscore, underscore. McCoy underscore designs because just my whole name was taken somehow. I don't know. Huh. That's weird. You know, <laughs> tangent for a little bit. I'm a black girl. Um, I have a very white name and people always talk about it. And I'm just like, it's not that weird. It really isn't. Well, my favorite thing was um, before the podcast. Anything is possible when you sound Caucasian on the phone. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, okay. Then the last thing I want to talk about with the fakeness of Instagram is it's just weird how certain, like, you see someone who is a real artist and, like, putting themselves out there and they have a few thousand followers. And then you see these women who, and I'm not knocking this, I just think it's a little bit of an interesting slash odd niche, like the Walmart and Target bloggers who, there's nothing wrong with getting those clothes. I love Target. I get those clothes. But I don't think it's normally putting, like, a funky or unique outfit together. I think that's more your average day-to-day, which, again, is there's a place it's for necessary. it. It's needed. Cool. But a lot of them post the same picture in the same mirror in their bedroom every day. So their whole feed is, like, the same picture, but the outfit changes. And I don't know. It's kind of frustrating when you're trying to make art and you're kind of putting these really unique outfits together and like you're killing yourself with the editing and you see these people having like 10, 20, 50,000 followers and you're like, oh my God, you wore the ta- the same tank top <laughs> in 20 different colors. And um, there's like to know dot it, which Ashley and I have talked about before. If you guys don't know, it's just like affiliate marketing. So these bloggers can get an account with like to know it and then post their clothes and then other people can buy them and they'll get the kickback. But the problem is you have to keep all your clothes have to be new that you post. Like my clothes, I'm posting shit from like five years ago because I hoard my clothes. But it's not hoarding. You have personal style. Okay. My gosh, thank That's you. That's what we drive home on this podcast where <laughs> we love slow fashion and trends are great. Trends are very fun. We do not, either one of us, have closets full of trends because you that can. is how you open your closet and go. I don't have anything to wear. I know you've all said it before. That's what's happening. And when you get the shitty fabric and nothing looks good on you and you just have to throw it out or you put it in one wash and it falls apart. That is the literal worst. The amount of times it happened to me, I'm just like, I, I'm making my own clothes. No, I don't make all my own clothes. Shock horror. I know. So crazy. A designer doesn't make her own clothes. Leave me alone. Okay? I'm tired. It's a lot of time. It's, it's a lot of work. Effort. We're running very thin right now with our job that we're not going to name. <laughs> no, but it's... I don't know. The whole thing is just weird. So yeah, you go on this website and I, when I'm not going to lie, when I first started, I wanted to do Instagram and I'm blogging. I looked into it, but I'm like, I can't, everything that you post has to be in the store. So like, say I post something from Target, a pair of jeans mm-hmm. and I post on Instagram and I say, go to the like to know it app and buy these jeans. I'll get a few cents, maybe a few dollars, but you keep having to buy the current jeans. So unless you're on the top of that pyramid, if you will, pyramid scheme, (laughs) unless you're on the top of that, you can't be making money if you're constantly buying new clothes. There's just no way. That makes a lot of sense. And then it's just, I've seen in my own going day to day, just articles on people who are like, I spent $10,000. I was in debt because I wanted to be an influencer so bad because I always had to get the newest outfit, the newest bag. I had to travel. I had to do all this stuff and I ended up losing money. Then what's the point? No. And then after all that, you probably don't have bothers anyways. Yeah. Because Instagram's algorithm has just Uh. changed. 
oh my goodness it's just changed so intensely and it's just it feels like the platform itself the way it was is dying yes i so can i segue oh my god we're hitting all our segues I'm look so at us podcast. can we talk about um the future of instagram now? yes please okay so within the past few days, actually, the head of Instagram, I didn't write now, right? I didn't write down his name because I wasn't sure how to pronounce it and it gave me anxiety, but he's out there and you can look it up. The CEO. It's just his head of Instagram. I don't know. I think it's Adam Moser. I did read the I same didn't know how to say Moser. Okay. I was like, Moss. Adam Moser, I believe. Okay. Well, I feel I confident if you feel confident. You know what? The biggest thing I've learned is you can say whatever you want. Even if it's wrong, if you say it with confidence, so I'm gonna take. say that it's Adam that's Moser. Okay, and Adam that's Moser, it. if you're out there, your name's now Adam Moser, and I don't know what to tell you. So he came out and said that Instagram is no longer a photo sharing app, which I feel like I can flip a table over that. Like, <laughs> like a Teresa Judas. I'm gonna Teresa Judas. Are you effing kidding me? This you started this as a photo sharing app, and just because other apps are more uh, popular in video doesn't mean you just abandon what brought you to fame like I get you're trying to keep up with the times but it just does not make sense say that instagram you know instagram feels like that girl that was in your high school who just had zero personality stop and it. instead of just reading a book picking up a hobby doing something to truly grow herself and improve her character she said you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do what jessica and stephanie and ashley are all doing because they're doing great yes. doing what they do and i just wish that Instagram would grow her self-confidence and not I agree. See, I think that's yeah. a very good take. Guys, I apologize. I think my roommate is letting the dog out downstairs and there are some noises. We're going to figure it out. I promise. His name is Apollo and he's very eager to get in here. He is a Chihuahua Husky mix. Yeah. That's, if you can believe it's it. It's true. It's true. And he sits outside the door and goes... <sighs> Like he's sized when we don't like a human man. So literally. So it sounds like (laughs) my roommate just let him out. Like I'm so sorry for the door slams. I get when I'm listening to a podcast, I don't like the distractions. I genuinely feel bad. But we're we're just two girls doing our best. Sitting on the floor, drinking some wine. With our microphone on top of some Kate Spade boxes that I bought from TJ Maxx. Very cute boxes, might I add. Thank you. My mom bought them for me. Okay, so then we also were saying, what's the guy, the head of Instagram? Adam Moser that we just decided okay. his name is Moser, just... Moser, Mossier, whatever your name <laughs> <Mas-yay>. is. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, this is a direct quote, the company is looking to lean into entertainment and video after seeing the success of competitors like TikTok and YouTube. So I just feel frustrated. I understand from a business standpoint, you're trying to keep up. But at the same time, it's like you're not going with what's true to you. You're changing mm-hmm. the game. Like photos has very clearly worked. I honestly like the photos. I'm not a big video person. And it's stressful for me as someone who wants to be a content creator because I either have to lean into video or I have to become obsolete. And that's not great. And I just feel like why fake something that's not broken? Mm-hmm. Why do they think it's broken? I really think that 
Instagram is just your average insecure 16 year old who's just like, well, I know my hair is brown, but I mean, everyone else is blonde. So I go blonde, even though no one said being a brunette was bad for sure. There are no photo sharing apps, in my opinion, that are doing it the way that Instagram is doing it. And there's no reason to stop. Why stop there? Instagram is your shop for like photo sharing apps. Instagram is where you go. I know. I agree. So it feels like Instagram is focusing on ads and e-commerce, right? Recently, you can go and click on a brand and just buy. There's a direct link to purchase whatever you want from the photo. It didn't used to be that way. Um, organic reach is much harder. Ashley's pouring wine, if you hear that. I am. It's Sauvignon Blanc. It's really good. <laughs> okay, so organic reach is much harder. It's really hard to get your post seen as a small account. It feels like that pyramid scheme thing where it's like if you're already at the top, it's great and it works for you. But if you're trying to get started, it doesn't. And then on multiple sources online, I saw Instagram is projected to die within 10 years. Oh, no. I did not know that. I hate that so very much. Were you not mentally prepared for that? No, I really wasn't. (laughs) I mean, it's okay because honestly, I'm a little zillennial, so I'm okay with change. Rock my world. It's already happened. It is 2021 and things can't go any worse, can they? I mean, yeah, it feels sad, but it just seems, you know, like MySpace and even Facebook. While I don't know that Facebook will ever die, it's all boomers. So I kind of assume there's going to be a transition to boomers, to Instagram, I mean, Facebook owns Instagram now, so. Right, so that 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 was the OG mistake. Like, that should have never happened. <laughs> that was the downfall. That was the down you spiral. Mark Zuckerberg, lizard man, own Instagram, and look what's happening. Zuckerberg can fucking suck it. <laughs> if Bo Burnham ever wants to come on here, I know he's got oh nothing gosh, to say about Bo. fashion, but, like, I would love to just talk to you. We're all from Mass here. Would love that. Yes, so I think no, I said this to you, me. but we were, I was. I thought in the back of my mind he was from like Boston from previous stuff, and he said in one of his songs during his dialogue he said "rum" instead of yes. People apparently in the other part of the country say "room." They do. So I'm like, oh, he said "rum." Like he's definitely from Boston. I looked it up, and he was. He was, and you know what? It made me think of like all the things that people say here: "rum," "roof." You know. I don't think I say rough. I've heard people say rough. Like, if you're really, like, if you're from, like, South Boston. You say It's rough. rough. It's I rough. I don't, like, I don't know if this is a Boston thing or just a thing, but I don't like when people say draw for drawer. So, um, I'm Jamaican, and that sounds like a Jamaican accent. You don't say drawer. You say draw. Chest of draw. But I thought, draws. I didn't think that was a thing, and then I worked at a restaurant with a bunch of people with thick boston accents oh yeah we'd be doing the money and they'd be like oh do you want to do the draw and i'm like you mean the drawer (laughs) i mean i guess it'll be interesting to see what people say about how we talk but oh no one of my (laughs) one of my friends said to me he was moving and i was at his house helping him pack up some things and i like i know we were drinking and i think when i drink i cut my r's a little bit more than i normally would and he's like i can't understand what you're saying with your boston accent i'm like i don't have a thick boston accent are you kidding me i do feel like people younger people don't sound like that anymore Mm -hmm. i think it's really funny when we watch like movies you've seen like uh matt damon what's his name the one who did some egregious things in his past (gasps) Mark, uh, uh, Mark, what's his name? Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Oh my he? God, I'm having it. My brain's not working. I can make Mark Wahlberg. Yes, Mark Wahlberg. They all like have that like, oh, who else? Who was the other one? 
Matt the one Damon? who's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. I don't. I don't think Ben Affleck is actually from here. I don't know, but he's always playing some kind of Boston loser, <laughs> and they all have the super super hard like put on Boston accent, and it drives me nuts because I'm like. The only people I know who sound like that are literally in their 50s. Well, people, like, listen, if you're from Southie or there is, there's even parts of the South Shore, because I'm from the South Shore, there's, like, Carver, Plymouth. I know people who have really thick accents, mm-hmm. but it's also a very working class thing when you're in a trade. And, like, like I said, when I was at the restaurants, like, everybody have has a thick accent, and then you almost start talking. Like, you start regurgitating it. Yeah. But it's not really our generation. I agree. I like it. I like that we don't all sound like you can't tell exactly where I'm from. I love it when I'm other places and people are like, are you from New York? And I'm like, I could just lie. I could just say yes. How cool would that make um, me sound? I tell people I'm from Canada because I'm generally embarrassed to be American. <laughs> and if that offends you, I do not care. I get out of here. Then you can leave. We're from This podcast is for late and early Gen Z and millennial baddies who are socialists, okay? Yeah. Li- we, raging liberals. We don't, that's why we rage. We don't vibe with capitalism. If you disagree and you're listening, that's fine. Whatever. We can have our differences. But if, works you, for you. if you need to leave, you need to leave. And that's the bottom line. Okay. Socialism. After all of this rant about accents and capitalism, would you like to dive into TikTok? Yes. So, we've agreed... Instagram is going to die soon. Yeah. Ten years. He's on our way out. It's just a little quick history about TikTok. It was originally an app called Musical.ly. So what? Did you not know that? No. Do you remember seeing Musical.ly's like the little videos of people like lip syncing songs and they were like moving the camera oh, all? Was this weird. a karaoke app? Basically, they I weren't singing. It... They weren't singing. Oh. They were lip syncing to audios of songs, and that's how people like. I know you're not going to know who these people are. Because they're literally younger than me. No, because they're younger than me. Like, they're young. Like, Baby Ariel, Malu Trevejo. Um, No. Yes. Literally, there were, like, 13 and 14. Danielle Cohn. Like, people who just, first of all, inappropriate all the way around. But it was originally musically. And I remember seeing this when I was probably either a junior or a senior in high school. So I was, like, 16, 17. Wait, so what year would that be? Oh, I graduated in 2016, so 15 and 14. So I was like a sophomore in in a, sorry, college, like passed out at the bottom of a sticky frat house. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember seeing them when I was like in my gym class and being like, and like totally not doing gym class on my phone, chilling, bitch. Musical.ly's? Musical.ly's. I didn't have the app because I was like, even for me. Oh, were you like, fuck this, I'm not doing gym, like I'm sitting on the sidelines? Uh, yeah, and you're on for Musical.ly. sure. Okay. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I remember seeing them and like being on Instagram and seeing them pop up as like on my explore page. And I was always like, what the hell is this? And are you 13? What is this? You know, if you're, you know, like 16 or 15 and you're like, are you 12? Like, you know, that's bad. It was bad. It was really bad. And, but a lot of people actually grew followings ripe with controversy but they grew very large followings from these apps, hmm. or from this app, I should say. Um, it was first released in 2014. Okay. And then in 2018, it was rebranded as a new short video sharing app that we all know now as TikTok. What the hell? Yes. Yeah, so it was something else. And I remember when the rebrand happened because I was like, 
I felt like Regina George. Stop trying to make musically happen. It's not gonna happen. Oh boy, were you wrong? I was so wrong. And I was wrong for a very long time. And I'm willing to admit that, okay? Well, I said stop trying to make TikTok happen until about six months ago. My 39-year-old sister was saying, oh my God, you have to get on TikTok like during the pandemic. And I'm like, no, that's stupid. I'm never getting a TikTok and I don't know what happened. I felt the exact same way for a very long time. I really only started using TikTok probably like late 2019, early 2020. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how did you feel? Because I, for a very long time, was like, TikTok is stupid. TikTok is for children. I'm a grown-up. I'm I'm like... I'm a real grown up. Yeah. I was like, I'm 19. (laughs) I'm 20. I'm a grown up. I'm not doing that. That's so stupid. But now I'm like, I'm on TikTok every single day. I generally have an addiction. Wait, I, if I don't check my TikTok for two days, you've sent me like 30 TikToks. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, I have to catch up. I do. Um, But I love it. Don't stop. (laughs) It's so funny. Like you just can go there for like news. I'm like, obviously we're into fact checking here. I like hearing the information and then going and doing my own research because we're smart. Never blindly believe a TikTok. Yes. Never, ever. Jesus, please don't. Please don't. So. Okay. So where are we? 2014? Uh, 2018. Oh, wow. Okay. We're in 2018. So recent. Yes. Where were you in 2018? In college? 2018, I was... Yeah, I started college in 2016. So, In 2018, I was having existential dread at a really horrible startup company. Oh, God. That made me want to jump off a cliff. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) the difference. I really want to talk about the difference between an Instagram influencer and Mm -hmm. a TikTok influencer. Because I think now, pretty much everyone is on TikTok. Even if you are older, younger, doesn't matter. According to Tintuity... I believe that's how you pronounce it. There are over 600 million monthly lo- users, losers, users on- Losers or losers, let's either be real. On TikTok across the globe. So we're all on, basically. Um, wow. And I feel like the difference between the people on Instagram and TikTok is that they're just so much more authentic. And mm-hmm. that really plays into why Instagram feels like it's dying and TikTok is just Zoom. And that is why also I feel like Instagram is just grasping at anything they can to really make it more like TikTok. Partially in my research, I feel, and just like my own personal use, I feel like a lot of it is just that the energy on TikTok is just so unfiltered. Oh my God. That's why I love it. Yes. I love it. It's like savage. It's just savage. If you will, people are ready to rage. Genuinely, all day long. It's just like hot takes right after one after another yes. about anything it can be literally so small or fashion takes we love the most but yeah i feel like that's really why it makes such a good platform also i did a little research on their algorithm like we said there's over 600 million active users across the globe and because there's so many people using it what has really given tiktok as a platform its individuality is that It's not like Instagram in the way that you have to be following people to see their posts often. You just, it's infinite scroll. It'll give you whatever you want based on your previous likes, follows, and what you just, as an individual, what you interact with. Do you know it? The amount of time you spend watching the video counts. Yes. Okay. It actually does. They do track similar to the way that YouTube does it. They track how long you watch the video and then send you more of those. I mean, I feel like our feed is 
exactly the same. It is. Because <laughs> I'm going to send you something. And then we'll I'm send the same thing to each other. But I, I just love it. It does do. feel very much – it feels very authentic, but I do have a concern that capitalism is really overtaking Instagram, and I worry that it's going to swing towards TikTok now, and then maybe there will be something else. Yes, I do have a fear, but for right now, TikTok is <laughs> so – Xenophobia. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing that's really given it is individuality is that pushes you out to so many people that you wouldn't have mm-hmm. been seen before. Like, you know how hard it is to get on the Instagram explore page. Oh my God, don't get me started. Yeah, like TikTok is an explore page and that's why it's doing so well. Some things I found in my research though is that they don't have preferential treatment to creators depending on how many followers you have. So you can oh be... Oh my god, how refreshing is that? Right? So you can be someone who has 30 followers, like me on TikTok. Um, <laughs> I think I have like 10, but I haven't <laughs> been putting effort into it, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can have 30 followers, but then one video can just get liked a bunch of times and pushed out to you like... You can go viral. You and can go viral. Hundreds of, or thousands of followers. And then the other thing is that even though that one video might have gone viral it doesn't mean your other ones will go viral as well. Because that one went viral, you don't get pushed out to other people more. Yeah. Which is Instagram, I feel like you would, right? Yes. So that's what makes it so different. Yeah. Instagram, it feels like you have to start out famous and continue to be famous. Like once you have that one hit, you're good. Like if if you're on The Bachelor and you're here for the wrong reasons, (laughs) it doesn't matter because you're still going to be famous and promote... I don't know, toilet paper for the rest of your life. Whatever you, whatever you want to promote, it's there. Yeah. It shakes. Yeah. And like, that's what I loved about like reading about Instagram and ju- TikTok, sorry. Reading about <laughs> ins- to TikTok and figuring out just like why it's working so well. Cause you just, wa- you're on this app all the time. You're just like, how does this work? It seems so easy to become TikTok famous. Yeah. Um, and it was just very refreshing to learn that the Charlie D'Amelio's and Dix D'Amelio's and Addison Ray's the world, even though they are ripe with followers, so many people, you, you're competing with them, but not really. They no, don't get pushed. Feel like a competition. It's not because like they, even though they have millions of followers, they don't get pushed more than people who don't. It's just so cool. I think what upsets me about this whole thing is like, I understand, I love TikTok, I love watching videos, but I... Wh- as a creator, I love taking photos. So I wish there was a happy medium where I could have the TikTok algorithm, but with just like fashion photos. You know what I mean? It's literally just like you want Instagram to just be Instagram. I just want Instagram to have the old algorithm where things went in order and posted based upon the time. Yeah. Like. That felt the most authentic. And I, you know, I don't want to be a 27-year-old millennial living in the past. That's not healthy. <laughs> I gotta move on. But I just, I'm like, holy shit, I missed the prime time. And now I have to get on TikTok and I have to make videos. And the other thing is I can take a quick photo for my blog, right? In two seconds with a cute outfit. I can edit my makeup. I can smooth my skin out. But on the video, it's, I mean, there are editing apps, but it's not like a quick editing thing. It's not like I can just make it look amazing automatically. Like video is very hard to fake unless you are very skilled. Which is why we are an audio only podcast for the time being. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. Don't worry. Video coming at some point. Yeah. We definitely have a goal of doing video. I really like your dramatic hair flips and I think people deserve to see them. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
<laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like sweating and my cheeks are pink and I'm just dribbling wine down my shirt. I'm very happy that we're not being filmed right now because I'm so sweaty. Maybe um, we'll be like the winter, we'll do in the winter. Oh, yeah. So we can get dressed up and wear like kind of fun be cozy very things. chilly. Yes. yes. Okay. I also want to go into TikTok fashion influencers Ooh. in particular. So I feel like TikTok really has that unfiltered, savage energy. People feel so free to be themselves. That also leads to there being more individual style on TikTok. Mm-hmm. There are definitely trends, don't get me wrong. But people really lean more more into the, having their own aesthetic that they work within with those trends. Yeah. And they have more of a critique. I felt like I saw people having more like discourse about like fashion houses not only fashion houses but also thrifting and Mm -hmm. small things that they like and they felt more of people who are on tiktok who run fashion pages feel like fashion critics yeah like a movie critic yes rather than vessels it feels like Mm. on instagram you're just put anything on me I will wear anything. I will display your pieces. I will display your products. Yeah. And you pay me. Like, literally give me a sack of potatoes and I will cut the armholes and I will wear it and tell people it's fashion because you're paying me. Oh, my God. That was like the, do you remember the phase of quarantine where everyone was wearing a pillow and then putting a belt on it? Oh, I blocked that out of my memory and I'm not happy you brought it back. I'm so sorry. Did I just trigger that? You triggered me. It was awful. But it feels the same. It's the same. So on TikTok, they're just being themselves and it's just so much more authentic. And I think that's really the driving force in why TikTok has become such a big platform for influencers in general, but then also specifically fashion influencers. Yeah. So TikTok is now the future. The future of influencing. We want to know, how do you get paid on Instagram? Ooh, I want to know. We really got to get more on TikTok, actually. Like, we really do. The two of us together, separately, like both ways. Generally, if we like to make this without But I just have five. a hard time. Um, I don't like changing a lot. My clothes. Yeah. When you're a model and you have to change, like it sucks. So that's the thing about videos. I'm like, a lot of people do those videos where it's like the fast transitions and you have to change into a bunch of outfits. It is. It really is an all day thing. That's a workout. That I'm is. not in good shape. <laughs> that's I'm a workout. <laughs> Anyways, continue. So sorry. But. Yeah. So how do TikTok creators actually get paid? There's a creator fund. Oh. There is. And all you need is to be 18 years of age. Have <laughs> us and our old asses. Don't talk about being old ever again or I'm going to throw my wine in your face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you have to be 18 years old. Have a hundred thousand followers which i know sounds like so much Mm -hmm. but when you think about it how easily do you follow someone when i follow people on tiktok when i see two of their videos and if they make me giggle even once i'm like follow yeah i personally love chrissy chapeca and playboy katie and if you both like to be on here would love to have you come on you guys made me laugh so hard and i saw two videos and i said follow so you only need to have 100,000 followers. It's so easy to gain those followers because of TikTok's wide algorithm that mm-hmm. doesn't play favorites. You just need one really good video. You really do. This true virality here. You can have either or the 100,000 followers or have 100,000 video views within okay. the last 30 days. So that you really fair. 
But think about it. That's you could so have uh, you could have no followers and have views. Have one good video mm-hmm. and really just you make know the I, most of it. You know what I think of as one good video, and I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. It was like the tangerine or the orange. It was a Snapchat filter, but it made the person an orange, and it was just say it ain't so by Weezer. <laughs> And they're just like nodding their head and they're like, oh yeah. And that was my favorite. <laughs> they had millions just for getting high and going in an orange filter. <laughs> but it was it was so lovely. <laughs> um, and TikTok honestly only seems to be going up from here. They recently introduced the feature where now instead of I don't know what it was before, but it was very short, like 30 seconds oh, yeah. probably. Um, but now you can have three minute long videos, which I think is pretty cool. They're evolving as a platform. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they cleaned up their look, like mm. aesthetically, they would come for Instagram's neck and I wouldn't even feel bad about it because Instagram, we're not a fan of her at this point. She's pissing me off. I wish she would get some personality. So my great grandmother all my ancestors on my mom's side of the family were farmers and my great grandmother could take a chicken by the neck and snap its neck with one <gasps> swing, like one swing around. That's what I just pictured. TikTok doing to Instagram, like a chicken, like shaking the neck, swinging it and just snapping. It. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what I think you just said. That's but what I visualized really, in my head. I hate to say it, but I, it really feels like Instagram just did everything. She took Stories from Snapchat, real from where the TikTok. Is not, not, I feel like with Snapchat, they won, so they think they might win with TikTok, right? Like, I remember Instagram getting uh, stories and being like, that's never going to be a thing, but then Snapchat kind of died. It's like, we're not even friends on Snapchat, and you're one of my best friends, but just because Snapchat's not a thing anymore. So I think maybe Instagram thinks they can do the same to TikTok, but they can't. They cannot. No. And I'm millionaires. Hot take. If you Snapchat me, love you so much that you care, but I'm not opening it. That's why I didn't add you because you said that. I was like, she's going to be mad if I send her like 20. I'm not going to be mad, but I don't want you to be mad that I'm not going to open it because like. Oh, I wouldn't personally care, but I know I'm like, Ashley, if I send you like five pictures of my cat, like you're not going to open it for weeks and it's not going to be the same. I also see the five pictures of your cat on Instagram. So I'm just like, oh, Oh, if you guys want to follow Sabrina the Tiny Witch on Instagram, that is my calico cat and she is very cute. She's a dog. She really is. Um, earlier, before we started recording, she was licking my Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> She's well, just a little I... fashionista. I'm not mad about it. She didn't not on it at she all. She licked it. She I licked thought... it. She was licking exactly. it like hardcore. I thought she just crawled on it. I didn't realize she was licking it. Stop was... it. I'm I... so sorry. It's okay. I can't help but my cat has good taste. <laughs> she does. She really does. She licked your Louis Vuitton bag. She was licking the leather part. And I was like, Jesus don't, Christ. don't, please don't do that. But she just was like hardcore going at it, like licking the bag. And I was like, Sabrina, hey. oh my goodness, girl, love you. But please, this was $2,000. She knows good quality when she sees it. She does. I was like, you know what? She's my kind of girl. I can't even blame her. She knows yes. taste. Yes. Well, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts about TikTok that you want to wrap up? I love the platform. I love it too. I scroll every night before bed. I scroll every night and like I honestly think it's becoming a problem because you know what I love about it is that you don't need to know what you're looking for. 
when you go on TikTok. Not at You're all. just being spoon-fed shit that you just... You're just like, oh, this is good. And if you don't like it, scroll past it. There's something else. Mm-hmm. You never is, see it again. It is a problem. Although, you know what's weird? So We're going to open up some kind of Facebook group, something. Yes. I need you to comment back, respond to me, please, and ask a genuine question. Have you guys realized that you've been seeing some of the same videos again on your feed? I've seen a few, not a lot, but since you brought that up to me, I've noticed a a few, like a handful. It doesn't happen often, but when it does happen, I go, am I having deja vu or am I seeing this again? is it a glitch in our simulation? Thank you. This is not, life is not fit real. Go make of it what you want. Nothing is real. Well, the point I wanted to say while we're wrapping it up is that, um, and we've talked about this in great detail, influencers are also really speeding up trend cycles and maybe not so much on TikTok, but on Instagram, that's the case. Like for sure. I see people posting. Do you remember a year or two ago, maybe during the pandemic, everybody was wearing like the lace up heels and they'd tie them over their jeans or you'd wear like a square toe heel or even micro purses. Like those are all very cute trends that I love, but they go extremely quickly and it's like as fast as they appear, they disappear. And it feels like because it's because of social media and maybe primarily Instagram and maybe that's going to change with TikTok. But I definitely feel like you and I have talked a lot about trend cycles at work and that's what we're going to dive into in our next episode. But it feels like it's social media is gasoline. It is. On the fire that is trend cycles, right? Yes, for sure. I think definitely, like what you said, Instagram is just fueling it. I think that's part of why Instagram is really starting to go downhill is because it's just shopping. It's a shopping app. It's not really to show your friends things you're doing. It's It's not about Hello Kitty balloons anymore. No, it's not. Which is my first Instagram post. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just, it's not like that anymore. And I feel like part of why TikTok, like I mentioned before, is really doing so well is because they have such an emphasis on personal style, slow Mm -hmm. fashion, thrifting. They're all very socially conscious. They care more about brands as a whole, what they believe in, what they support, rather than is this cute or not. Yeah, so trend cycles coming up. So we will get into, get ready to rage about trend cycles. And we will also rage at the end of trend cycles about fast fashion because they tie into each other, right? We can talk about fast fashion for hours. We can have a fast fashion podcast, but this is not the fast fashion podcast. So we will try to, you're ready to rage. We'll try to contain it to an episode, but yeah. Definitely more coming up. Thank you so much for listening. It's been really fun. Come back. And yeah, we'll see you next episode. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Ready to Rage. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ready to Rage Podcast. Send us an email with your thoughts on the episode, anything you'd like us to include in the future at Podcast at gmail.com. You can also donate on Patreon at Ready to Rage. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Thank you. Thank you. Rage. <laughs>